Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the fourth gospel, the gospel of John. And like we talked about with Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they are called the synoptic gospels, which basically means that they are viewed together. In the Greek language, synoptic means viewed together. So they're the same story, the same, everything sort of overlaps and goes together. But with John, John is written from a different perspective. First of all, it was written about 20 to 30 years after the others, sometime in the 80, 80 through 100. Um, And it's also written from a more personal and intimate perspective. And, And it's told from a friend. He was known as the disciple whom Jesus loved. And it is told from that type of perspective to where we really know him and really understand him more. John wanted us also to really understand how much Jesus loves us. And in chapter 20, verse 31, he says, These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Ultimately, John wanted the readers of this story, of this gospel, of his book, to know Jesus, to love Jesus, to know how much Jesus loves the reader, us, and to believe in Jesus as the Son of God, as the Christ who came to set us free. So chapter 1 begins with the prologue. That's verses 1 through 18. And it's an introduction as to who Jesus is. And he begins right away within the beginning. And that would have spoken directly to the Jewish people. And they would have understood that this is exactly what Moses began the Torah with. Genesis chapter 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And now here John says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And then he goes back and again explains creation. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John, and this is, of course, John the Baptist. Isaiah speaks about his coming. That's in chapter 40 of Isaiah, when he prophesies that John the Baptist would make the way straight for Jesus. So it says that John came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. You'll remember when we read about John the Baptist in Luke chapter 1, when Elizabeth was pregnant with him. 
and Mary came to visit. It says in Luke 1:41, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. So John the Baptist, even in the womb, leapt at the presence of Jesus. Now picking up in verse 10, speaking about Jesus, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. Not because anyone chose, but because God chose for you to be his child. Then picking up in verse 14, the word, and you'll remember from the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And now the word, capital W, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. And in the Jewish culture, age is very important. Elders are to be respected no matter how much older they are. And he's saying, even though Jesus comes after me, he's saying, I'm not the one with the respect here, but the one who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only who is at the father's side has made him known. And that's the prologue. Now, picking up in verse 19, John the Baptist denies being the Christ. Now, this was John's testimony when the Jews of Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Christ. They asked him, then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Finally, they said, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? And then he quotes Isaiah chapter 40. John replied in the words of Isaiah, the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the desert. Make straight the way for the Lord. Now, some of the Pharisees who have been sent to question him said, why then? Do you baptize if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied. But among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany on the other side of the Jordan, where John was baptizing. 
Now the section entitled Jesus, the Lamb of God. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him, except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. You'll remember from Genesis chapter 8, after the flood, after the baptism of the earth, that it was the dove that came down with the branch in its mouth, the symbol of peace. And here the dove comes down as a symbol of the Holy Spirit to rest on Jesus' shoulder. And John proclaims, I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. And now Jesus' first disciples. We read about this in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. And we know that Peter is translated as rock. Petros is rock. We know that he will be the rock on which the church is built. Next, Jesus calls Philip and Nathaniel. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee, finding Philip. He said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth, they said, can any good thing come from there? Nathanael asked. And we know from the time of Jesus that Nazareth, this place, people that came from there were called Nazarenes. And it was literally a synonym for despised. Then Philip answers, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said, here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. 
You shall see greater things than that. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now this is a reference to Jacob's dream. We call it Jacob's ladder with the angels ascending and descending up and down from heaven. And this is from Genesis in chapter 28. Here Nathanael is determining Jesus to be the one that Moses spoke about. With that, we end chapter 1. We will pick up next time in John chapter 2.